All right, Peter. Yeah. No video this week. Nope. Because I tried, but Failed. didn't hit it. So we can drink our. I can drink my Jimmy John's here without any wins tonight. I just, I usually drink my coffee anyway. It doesn't. We could be on video. I don't. I got a weird one. I got a weird. Yeah, but no free ads for for Jimmy John's. Um, what is the deal with parents who mostly dads who? <laughs> Who change ends. So they go to the offense. They want to be there when the goal is scored. And then yeah. when the period ends, they trudge down to the other side and get behind the goal for the other end. Uh, what does that tell you? That they're nervous. Nervous they're what? Nervous. I don't know. My dad wouldn't switch ends, but he would stand near the goal. And he would chew gum throughout the game. Really? Yep. My dad would stand in the exact same spot with the exact same jacket next to my mom in the exact same spot, blue line, mm. our side. Whatever our bench side was on, my dad would be on the blue line right there for every game. Any On all the my bench brothers. side? So if we were on the north bench, he'd be on uh, directly across from our bench. Okay, across from the bench, not standing next no, to the bench. No. Okay. No, ran, there, ran were, into a there would be times like, like VMIA where we played a lot of games. There was no opposite side, so we had to stand on our Veterans side. Veterans Memorial Ice, Ice Arena. Arena. Yep. I'm still not convinced that place is real. It is. I've totally played a game real. there, and I still don't In think In fact, it's real. this is a totally off topic, but I uh, complained, believe it or not, Tony Scott complained to a referee with the Shocking. palms up uh, on a penalty call and just got my two minutes, came out, jumped on the ice, did whatever, came to the bench, came back to the bench, and my coach, uh, Larson, looked at me and goes, Tony, you're out for the rest of the game. I'm like, mm. what did I do? He goes, I don't know what you did, but whatever you did, your dad up there didn't like it, and he came down and tapped me on the shoulder and said, take him out. Wow. So my dad yanked me out of a game at Victor Memorial Ice Arena. Huh. So well, that never happened to me. That never happened to you. My dad never pulled me out of a game. Mm, I got. I yanked. also didn't complain ever. I, I just was in the wrong spot at that game. Let's put it that way. Well, good for your dad for pulling you. Yeah, he yanked me. My dad was a really good trying to father. instill discipline in you. Very but as, as for the parents who switch sides, my dad wouldn't have switched. He wouldn't have been a side switcher. They make me nervous. They make me very they, nervous. I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. I just kind of wave when they walk by, especially when we're broadcasting. <laughs> happens every time we're broadcasting. We're at center ice, and all of a sudden you get this troop. Yeah. Sometimes it's five parents. Sometimes it's ten. Sometimes well, it's a pack of and 20. And sometimes they're in a very good mood. Oh, yeah. They're just, they're, and then other times they look like they're walking toward the gulag. They're not that. They're not bad people. That's no, just, I'm not saying they're bad it. people. I'm saying it. that some some of those groups make me very nervous because they've got their hands jammed so far in their pockets. Their heads are down. They they look like they're just on a Batayan death march when they're walking to the opposite end of the rink. And then the others are, uh, I stood with a group during last year's youth state tournament of Andover Dads who are happy as clams switching sides. So, I don't know. Maybe they're a walking party. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. 
Call like Minnesota. Call like Minnesota. Need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You can't dance. You cannot dance. You can't say that when I'm not have the microphone. That was awful. Now you can't say it when I got the mic. When I got that was was awful. You can't say that to my face. Why not? Because I'm an awesome dancer. I'm one of the best dancers. You can't dance in the nine five two. I'm a hell of a dancer. No, you, no, you're not. And you're this, that, you're this that song, awkward, you're that awkward guy at the wedding reception who, no. who tries to dance. Oh, and everybody kind of awkwardly moves no, away from. No, uh, when I dance at weddings, my daughters can't leave the dance floor. They just laugh so hard the entire time. And then they leave the dance floor. No, they don't. They stay. They think it's hilarious. Huh? Yeah, sure they do. They think it's hilarious. Yeah, that's not what they say behind your back. Well, welcome to ten minutes. It's Tony Scott's show, and I'm a good dancer. How are you doing today, Peter? Uh, it's a loaded question. How are you doing? Come on. I'm burned out. Are you? I'm out. I, phys- I mean, physically, I feel okay, but it's it's just that part of the year. I was doing the rankings on Monday, and I was just like, I've said this before. Uh, yeah. I've typed these words before. It's, just, it's that time of year where everything feels kind of recycled. Everything feels kind of... Okay, how much longer? How much longer until we get to playoffs? Please, God, just send me the playoffs. rankings. I agree. We oh were looking for tournaments before the show. Like, hey, what tournaments can we predict? There's nothing. There's nothing going it's on. It's like a it is a barren straight. We're right in now. the we're in the valley. We're at the end of January, and it'll be like this until high school sections. No, districts comes right before sections. I don't really care about districts. I don't though. care about districts either, unless it's one of those districts where there's like five. Top ten teams and only four get to go. That's happened in District Six a few times. So I could see those that. districts are a little, you know, they squeeze the stick a little tight in those games. And I right. like I like when the, the the season's about to end for somebody, especially in districts, not regions. Right now, I'm just ready for sections. Just start girls' high school sections, and, and that's coming I'll, quicker than you than you know. Uh, the last girls' high school regular season game is on the seventh, right? And then we're gonna kick it off the eighth. We'll be kicking it quick. All right, Thank so let's God. talk some youth hockey. There's a lot. Last weekend, speaking of, that's why we were exhausted. There was just not just the Squirtacca. There were so many other tournaments going on. The Skate for the Roses in Stillwater. They had practically every level, if not every level. Yeah. Uh, Moose Goheen, Bantam AA was awesome. Jazzy was over there, you know, wrapping up some great footage that we've already kind of unleashed on people. Um and then uh, we ran the Squirtacular. So we're going to kind of have a little rundown. We'll uh, we'll start with the Moose, then we'll go to Skate for the Roses, then the Dick Johnson up in uh, Roseau, and we'll finish it off with the Squirtacular with the Boom Roasted. Speaking of bad dads, there is a bad dad that will get mentioned later. A record-setting dad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's the first. It's the fastest kickout the- <laughs> of all time. <laughs> we don't have many ejections. Nah. Think about we it. Could, we could ed- probably have more. We could have we more do. ejection, but we don't eject many people. We might go over and go give the old, um, no more of that. We're done with that. And then it usually ends. <laughs> but this guy obviously didn't know what he was running into when I was in the rink. Literally, there's a one in eight chance that the owner of the company will be in the rink when it goes down. I'm like, wait. I went over the ref. I go, I got this one. They said, all right. Do you know what it is? I'm like, yep. Saw it. Was there, experienced it, I will be there. And he was gone. Did he go out quietly? First game of the tournament, ejected. By 8.45 in the morning. 
gone. Didn't even make it to nine o'clock. Didn't even make it to the second Didn't game. Didn't even make it to nine o'clock in the morning. So, okay, um, let's talk some Muscoheen first. Yeah, um, hit me. So the top four teams in the state. Uh, I don't know what they are. What they were numerically going into it. I think Maple Grove. Austin Maple Grove was number one, and they got beat in the semis. Um, and I know that Minnetonka was four. So Moorhead, Edina, flip a coin. They were two, three. So those top four teams make the semis Sunday morning at 7 a.m. over at Vadness. Could you imagine how hard it was to get people to show up for a 7 a.m. semifinal game? You know, I can. Oof, that's not good. Just because we had a few 7 a.m. games. But they weren't semifinals. But, no, they weren't. But it's tough. That's a tough one. Um but uh, Moorhead and Edina win their semifinal games, and they play to a one-goal win. Moorhead wins it 4-3 over Edina. They claim the Moose Goheen, so the Blue Ox champion wins the Moose Goheen championship. So Tyden Bergeson, the leading scorer overall, seven goals and 17 points. Holy smokes. What a weekend for the Bergesons. Bergesons had a big... Well, that's nice, though. Both kids played in Metro tournaments. You can just same, drive same on hotel. down. They'll same hotel. Up, split up for the day. Mom yeah. takes one, dad takes the other. Yeah, they were in my hotel, Hilton Garden Inn, over in Shoreview. So it was oh, real close Hilton. to Badness. And, uh, not the Hilton, the Hilton staying Garden the, Inn. It was a Hilton. very nice two-slash-three-star hotel. Twelve minutes from the Super Rink. I love that part, so... Um, yeah, what a weekend for the Bergersons. Was there a better weekend for a family? I mean, maybe a Cullen. Um, I know the Cullen boys did well in the uh, Dick Johnson. There was one game I looked, it was like 7-5, to five, and all five goals were scored by Cullen. But, yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so that's the moose. Let's get to the skate for the roses. What do you got there? I, I don't six, know. I, don't, I, I only know the upsets divisions. in 15A. I don't know anything past that. I have six divisions worth of updates here. This is probably the Roll biggest it. tournament. Roll uh, it. 10A, Orono. Not Orono, West Tonka, strangely. They're not listed as Orono, West Tonka mm, anymore. It's just Orono. I think they're Orono, West Tonka. Um, well, on the website, they weren't listed as Orono, okay. West Tonka. Over Ooh, Stillwater, 3-1 to one in okay. 10As. Right. 10Bs was an all-pony affair. Stillwater white over Stillwater Love black that. by a score of 5-3. Love that. Uh, 12A, this one's interesting. Wyzetta, not a not really a Not surprise, a juggernaut this year. But beating Minneapolis 2-1 to really? one in the championship game. Okay. 12Bs, Rock Ridge over Wyzetta, 6-2. Rock Ridge is like top five now in 12Bs. Yeah. They're tagging us. In Instagram, which thanks, I thanks love. For the heads up, Rock I Ridge. saw Rock Ridge last year in Cloquet. It's a 12A team playing down to 12B. Okay. What a bu- they got some great skaters on that team. I'm surprised they haven't made the, the the leap yet to 12A like Hibbing did. Their their neighbors. Well, not yet. But they'll be there. I think this will be their last year playing 12B. They're going to make a run in state this year. Promise you. Just That's like cool. they're, they reminded me a lot of that Laverne team in 12B last year. When I saw them play last year. Oh. They were good. Which means that the entire team will play high school next year? Very soon, okay. yes. Uh, 15A's Edina over North Wright County, 6-1. to one. Say that one more time. Edina over North Wright County, 6-1. to one. Who did Edina North over North who Wright did County, 6-1. One. Who did North Wright beat in the semis? Uh, somebody who was probably ranked higher. Stillwater, the number County. one team in the state and the tournament host. Apparently, this is the first time North Wrights had their entire team. 
Yeah, that's a good role. Allegedly. That's a good. That's a good. And then and then Edina beat, um, Edina beat Maple Grove, in the other semi, after Maple Grove put him in running time earlier in the week. Yeah. That is hockey right there. Fifteen A's is weird. Fifteen yes. B Moorhead over Edina five to two. Not surprised with that result. Nope. That, that Moorhead, we've that Moorhead seen that Moorhead team. They're going to be, it's going to be those guys and Grand Rapids Greenway in the finals. Just like when we had Dangle Fest last year, I'm like, there's no two better teams than Eden Prairie and and uh, Grand Rapids Greenway. And what happened? Eden Prairie beat them in four overtimes in Moorhead. Yeah, good point. So I think it's those are the two teams to beat. What else you got? That's all I That's got. It. For, for oh, very six good, divisions. Very good report. For the, very for good report. Uh, let's go up to Moorhead. Um, another, uh, I would call this an upset. Chaska Chan beats Moorhead seven to five um, after a the semifinals where Moorhead beat Woodbury and Chaska Chan beat Osmeable Grove. Osmeable Grove outside the top ten for a couple weeks gets third place at the Dick Johnson. So hats off to them. They've now uh, run up the flagpole to number eight in the rankings Osmeable Grove has. And Chaska Chan is now number three behind the two big boys, Moorhead and Woodbury. Ask me, Peter, just ask me, why okay. didn't you make Chaska Chan the number one team in the state? Because Moorhead isn't allowed a, a chance to lose once or twice. You just don't automatically take over the number one spot. I, I put them three behind Woodbury. I still think that Woodbury and and um, Moorhead have so many quality wins, they still think they locked down one and two. I did put Chaska Chan at number three after a strong weekend up in Roseau. That's a big comeback by Chaska Chan being down three to one against Moorhead. Yeah. Scoring three straight goals. Johnny Blado, uh, write that name down, had a hat trick. Brady Kennedy, who we've seen a lot of stuff, both Blado and Kennedy, had a pair of goals as well in that 7-5 to five win. You know who else had a hat trick in that game? Uh, Joseph Cullen. Nope. Will Cullen. Nope. Um, sh- um, don't nope. tell me. Connor Bedore. Nope. Um, whew. I don't know. Johnny Grammer. Johnny Grammer did? A little Johnny Grammer. Oh, that's awesome. I saw that Johnny he had Grammer two had trick. He had two goals early and I didn't see that he I didn't see the third one on that score sheet. I'm Sorry looking, about I'm that. I'm looking Johnny. right at it right Sorry there. Sorry about that. Look at I named like the whole roster of both teams. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah. All right. Uh so let's move down to our events. Oh my gosh. Um, before we I rattle off the winners and that kind of stuff. What was the one like high moment for you um, at the Squirtacular where you're like, this is so cool? I had a lot of them. I'm going to share one in my game puck. That was probably the highest of highs in my game puck, but there were just some cool moments. Actually, it was in a game you were broadcasting. Oh, goody. I thought that uh, Rosemount Navy... The shootout, shootout for the shootout in the bronze championship. That cool. was pretty cool. It was just these kids went nuts. I know? know that's kids that's one of the crazy. nice things about squirts is that they actually care. And I saw some <laughs> tweet by Jeff Ganser, who's the coach, and I've known Jeff for at least six or seven years, dating back with his older two boys. Oh my gosh, they just the nicest guy in the world. So much, and he had a tweet. He goes, "Not sure I've had a greater coaching moment." And this guy's coached. 
years and years and AAA with with Tommy Chicago with Rosemount Squirtays and PBAs and all those teams that he's coached, yep. and winning the Squirtacular B two bronze was well, a highlight for him. I his, thought that was super cool. His son scored two goals in the championship game. Uh, Griffin, who's probably the tallest kid in that entire division. Yeah, uh, I think they're twins. Are they? I think they are. I don't know. Sawyer I could be, or they Griffin. could be a year apart. I'm not sure. <laughs> One was huge, though, right? Yeah, Griffin. Yeah. Griffin was a big boy. When they were taking their helmets off and we were handing out all tournament teams, and I think I think one of them was on the all tournament team, right? Or no? Yeah, Griffin was. He comes skating up, and I give him the knuckles. I'm like, holy smoke. Staring it's, up at it's him. It's like, it's the, you know, they all look the same. All those ganders look the same. Mm. So it's cool to see. Yeah. All right. So that was my highlight. What was yours? Yeah, going into a shootout for the bronze championship. So that was yours too. I would call that a highlight. I for thought sure. that was pretty cool. Uh, maybe running over to rink six at one point and seeing Hillary Knight. Oh practice. yeah. I mean that was cool too. I like that. That was neat. That was neat. Um, and we're sitting there talking with Mira, and she's like, "Yeah, there's Hillary Knight. And there's just casual, Brandt, and there's casually." You know, there's Lee Steckline. Look at all you know, these Olympians like, just yeah, hanging cool. out. It was cool. Yeah. Um, I thought, I mean, for me, the highlight was just the upstairs, uh, the, just the, the pin trading gallery up there was bananas. It, bananas. Yeah. Absolutely bananas. And now the pins have gotten to the point where we've gone over the top. I mean, they're so big and they're so glam and they're so gaudy. Gaudy. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. So. All right, let's talk some results. Uh, we'll, we've already talked about the Rosemount Navy. Yep, Rosemount uh, Navy over win. Dinah Green in the bronze championship in a shootout. Uh, Woodbury. These are the games. Who was the, who was the MVP? Meyer. What was his first name? Well, the goalie from uh, Magnus. Magnus Meyer. Magnus Meyer. All right, and then you had Woodbury. Woodbury Royal beat the Junior Coyotes. What was that kid's name from Junior Coyotes? Pusateri. What's his first name? Kason. Kason Pusateri. Yeah, he He's was pretty a good. Awesome hockey player. And who was the MVP from Woodbury? Um, That's a really P-A-A, good question. P A A like pot or rot, like something. What? It was like P. <laughs> it was like a double like P A A T something like that. It's what? I didn't realize you were going to ask about the. Uh, Sorry, you just broadcast like two days ago. You sound like yeah, it means I would have forgotten by now. Wow, how could you forget? Oh, I have a picture of the bronze championship game with me. I don't have the silver. Woodbury, Woodbury Royal, uh, Roth, Blaine Roth, Blaine Raff. Wasn't he the MVP? He, okay, so he wasn't. I was close. P A A F. R-A-F, sorry. He wasn't really on my radar until the game started and he ended up scoring he had three or four. Three, I think. He had three goals and two assists or something, and he rocketed to the top of the scoring leaders. But Love it. He was all over the place. That was that was kind of crazy. He, I remember right before he scored his hat trick, he started rushing the puck, and I said, you know what, if he scores a hat trick here, and I was about to say, like, I'll eat my hat or something, and then he, <laughs> he launches a shot from long range and just kind of floated over the – Arizona goalie's glove to complete the hat trick. So Blaine Raff, he saved his best for last. He had five points in the championship game. And then Jefferson uh, wins the gold. They beat West Fargo. Yep. Will Tisdale leads the tournament in scoring. You got the tr- the Cohen twins that were playing on that team. Um, 
Uh, a f- fabulous run. I'm uh, f- from Bloomington. It's fun to see someone from your hometown win a, win a YHH tournament every once in a while. I love seeing that. I'd love to see a Kennedy team win. That would be even cooler. Um, it, but Jefferson wins it. Uh, Connor Bloom is another kid that's a real special hockey player. You, you saw there was a lot of good talent on that Jefferson team. Oh, yeah. And then Tisdale was the MVP. Here's a good Tisdale story for you. Uh, Brianna's in the box. You know, going to get the – she knows they're going to win because they're up by a handful of goals. Uh-huh. So she goes and stands in their box where they're going to throw their – you know, do their yard sale, throw the helmets up. And so she's down there with like three or four minutes left. Tisdale comes off the ice, and he's like, you know, talking to one of his buddies and says – he says, I just love hockey. <laughs> Well, of course you love hockey. You got like 13 points. Your team's going to hoist the big skates here yeah, in three still, minutes. Of course nice you love it. Hear, I just though. love that. Like, that's great. Got to like that. And then you, Peter, congratulations, yeah. picked the winner of the platinum bracket in our uh, star-studded affair um, I, when we did our choices for the uh, winners. We did our full layout of the preview, and you picked Chaska Chan to beat Woodbury, and yeah. I had Woodbury winning it. And um, quite a game. Uh, I thought both teams were fantastically talented. I just thought that Chaskachan took uh, advantage of their opportunities. And Woodbury just hit, kept hitting pipes and missing open nets, and it just wasn't their day. I, did, I, I kept saying that in my broadcast. Doesn't feel like today is Woodbury's day. Their day will come. I, I already can tell you they're going to win Fargo, and they'll probably okay. win Fargo in running time. That's the kind of feeling I think that team is that good. So uh, MVP uh, was Miles Marouk. And going into the championship game, I kind of was thinking it was going to be McNabb, right? I thought he would because he had all the points. But when you watched the goal that he scored in the semis, quarters against Andover, uh, Miles Marouk's goals, were unbelievable and game-changing. And every one of the games that he played, he had a game-changing goal, and it didn't stop in the championship game. It was an easy decision. You walk over there, yeah, but McNabb's got 13 points or whatever. And, like, doesn't matter. He was not as clutch as as Miles Marouk was in those three uh, playoff games in the Mm -hmm. Squirtacular. So he was the walk-away MVP of the tournament. Congratulations to Miles and that whole coaching staff. What a good group of guys and they motivated that team and got a big win over a prohibitive favorite i thought in woodbury hooray um okay i'm down to put the squirtacular to bed for the we are done with the 23 squirtacular before we get to the boom roasteds and game pucks Mm -hmm. let's do a little uh mid-season surprises okay um i have a mid-season surprise on the do you want to start high school or youth first? I don't care. All right, let's start at the boys' high school side. I think the biggest surprise this year, they've been number one in the state until last week, was Wyzetta. Now, it's hard to say Wyzetta with umpteen thousand you know, kids in their youth program, a, a high school the size of three or 4,000, how they could ever be a surprise, and a great coach in Pat O'Leary, how they could be a surprise. They're just never a top-five team. I know they've won state in 2016, they're always a very good team. They're a tough defensive team, but they've never had quite the offensive showcase of talent uh, as they do this year. 
So I think they're my surprise on the boys' side. Who's your surprise on the boys' high school side? Uh, given where the team was last year, my boys' surprise is Duluth East. Yes. 10, That's a fantastic one. one. And you look at their losses. Minnetonka, who spent time as the number one team St. in the Thomas. state. St. Thomas. that spent time as the number one team in the yep. state. St. Thomas Academy, White Bear Lake, Eden Prairie, all of those teams have spent time as top ten teams. And from what we saw against Grand Rapids, it looks like a totally different Hounds team. Th- then we saw like, over Thanksgiving. They they look like they're all pulling in the same direction. They've got a little bit of firepower with Gunderson and Tang and a couple of those other Cole Christian. Oh. They got a nice little back end, good, decent enough goaltending. Yes. I like the Luthies. I like that I like team too. Luthies. That's a good that's a good choice. Okay, you want to stick to the boys' side? You want to go back to the girls' high school side? Um, let's do girls' high school. All right. You want to go first? Or sure. Go first? Uh, I got Blake. Uh, yeah, in the last week. I would consider week, Blake to in be In the last surprising. week, they're a surprise. They're surprising on both ends. They're surprising because I didn't expect them to be 500. I thought they'd be a little bit better than that. <laughs> but I also didn't think they would pull off three top 10 wins. Yeah, well, I have one. Do you want to keep going? Or you want me? No, that was it. Oh, that's all I had for Blake. Mine is your current number one in the state. Have you, if you would have told me. At any point from November 1st to February 1st that Hill Murray would have been number one, I would have called you a liar. Okay. And I still call you a liar. But I, but I think that's they're a big surprise. They got some great wins this year. They'll be the number one seed in that section. They could be the number one seed in the state tournament. Yeah. If they win out, they'll be the number one seed in the state tournament. I don't know if they'll be the number one seed in the state tournament. I think they will be. I don't think they'll be. The they beat Andover. Seed. So did it's all I, that's all I got to do that we beat Andover. So did Gentry. Okay, fine. See? All right, boys youth. Boys uh, youth. I go outstate on both of my youth picks, by the way. And I stay Metro. Do you really? Bantam B, Bloomington, Jefferson. That's a good one. 34-3 and 7. That's the team a really good one. Number 3 in Bantam B. Here's a trivia question for According you. According to Peter. now rankings. We saw this Bantam B team play Peripheral, peripherally, is that right? Peripherally, we saw them. Do you remember when? Nope. The night we did the before Christmas Bantam Double A thing. Oh, do you the, remember that? Yeah. And yeah, the Bantam yeah. B game was crazy. Like it was a they played yes. Chaska Chan. It was a one goal game, and they had all the fans there for the for the Ethan game, and they were there for the the Pee the Bantam B game, and, now and I they, remember, they scored. Yeah. Remember how crazy it was? I'm like, and little did we, did we know on November 20th or whatever it was that we were witnessing the number one team in the state right. pull off a late-minute win, last-minute win over Chaska Chan. You know, that Bantam B game was more entertaining it, than the Bantam Double A Way more, way more entertaining. Leaps and bounds. So, yeah, it was good. It was good. So a good pick on that one. I'm going to go with one that we haven't talked at the youth level for at least – Three or four years. It's been probably four years since we've talked boys Grand okay. Rapids. We've not yeah. talked boys Grand Rapids at the youth level in a long time. Yeah, it's been a dating back years. to like Hayden Demars and well, Peart and all lucky, those guys. Lucky Bischoff. Yeah, well, J- Lucky would be a senior this year. I don't think he plays hockey anymore. He would. Be, he's, a, he's a late 04. I don't think he plays hockey anymore. No. He, look, they're off. He's not on the roster. Okay. He's a late yeah. 04, so he doesn't play hockey anymore. Right. Well, then I'm wrong. But it's been three or four years, and they're in the top three or four squirt teams in the state right now. I would call that a surprise. A good surprise. A very pleasant surprise. Yeah. So there's my surprise on the boys. You want to go with the, your girls' surprise? Yep. My girls, 12A Forest Lake, ranked number three, according to now rankings, 26, like four, that. and two. Uh, only 
I don't know if it's really a surprise, but Forest Lake, which is uh, kind of dropped off a little bit since they had that big group go through oh, Golnitz and Nelson yes. and Parent. Yep. Uh, the high school program's dropped off a little bit, so nice to see Forest Lake with some extra talent in the pipeline. And their 10As are fantastic, too. They're in the top three as well. Uh, here's mine. I, I just fell in love with this team over the Dangle Fest. It was Alexandria. It's just a, okay. It's just they're super athletic. Uh, How many Ellingsons on that team? Just one. Just the one. Because okay. it would be Brecklin. Is that the youngest one? Brecklin think, is yeah, the youngest. Yes. So Brecklin's on that team again. She's the she's the uh, poster child for the athleticism on that team. <laughs> they have a lot of kids just like her. They can skate. They know their position. They know their role. Mm-hmm. It's a fun team to watch. That's a, a a pleasant surprise team for me. Would be Alexandria at the twelve A level. Good call. So, all right, let's do our boom roasted and um, our game pucks to sign it off. Uh, my boom roasted, the utter lack of spatial awareness that adults have um, in lobbies. This is such a good take. And in it walkways. such a good take. So, I remember when he said this, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know how many times. Unfortunately, we don't have video. Otherwise, I would draw a diagram. Uh, but at the Super Rink, those main doors, they shut down the automatic doors because it's cold, right? Yep. And people use the the manual doors. But the amount of, like, kids dropping their bags places, I've just come to expect that. They're kids. They have yep. z- they, There's nothing going on around them that they pay attention to. But the, the amount of adults that just kind of congregate in front of those doors, and they all want the kid to drop the bags. So they can hug grandma. They can hug grandpa. They can tell Aunt, Susie. Aunt Charlotte what they did last weekend people are trying to get in and out of the door. Yeah. You got to get out of the way. I agree. And when it's, people it's, it's a bad lobby. That's a bad lobby for four rinks to convert. It's not that hard though. You move your bag to the side and you get out of the way of the door. It just it can't no, be that a, that's hard. That's a tough lobby. I heard I again we have youth, right? So the kid carries the bag out. Yeah. Uh I heard like during the Herb Brooks or the Schwan Cup or whatever you want to call it, it's just absolute chaos in that lobby think about that all the oh, extra bet. there's high school fans like literally there's where are they going to stand there's only that 20 by 100 space that's right in front of the stairway right there. in front it's of the front brutal doors. absolutely and, brutal imagine and, four high school games getting over at the same time and when somebody asks you to move your bag so that other people can get through Please don't drop an F bomb no, at them or give them a look like they've just run over your dog. So it's not your lobby. There's your boom roasted, right? Jeez. So I I'm gonna Nuts. I'm gonna see your boom roasted and raise you a boom roasted. Um because I don't think in that in those situations, that spatial awareness thing, I don't think a lot I think a lot of times the people in that lobby at the super rank front buildings, it's they're kind of landlocked. You know, there's a little bit of decisions, tough decisions, right? Oh, my gosh. This dad um, who came into his son's first game on Friday morning, and their team lost 8-3, to three, by the way, mm. um, did not like the officiating. Okay. And was <laughs> after the refs in the later third, last three minutes, four minutes of the final period, so badly, I happened to be in the rink. One out of eight rinks. I was in the eighth rink, rink eight, as far away from headquarters as possible. I happened to be in there. Um, and the dad just repeatedly went after the referee and threatened violence on the referee. And 
Nice. Referee comes over, comes skating over. He goes, are you the tournament director? And I said, I am. He goes, um, I want that guy out. And I said, beard guy? He's like, yeah, beard guy. I'm like, all right, no problem. I didn't know what he was saying to you. I thought he might have been encouraging you oh, yeah. in your calls. That's and he ex- goes, no, exactly he was not. He was do. threatening me. Um, and I'm not getting off this ice until I know he's out of the building. So nice. I came out. I said, you know why I'm here? And he says, yes, I know I'm here, but I got to just say one thing. I'm like, okay, I'll give you your one thing. That's bold. He said, he said, the officiating was terrible. I know I'm gone, but the officiating was terrible. I, you have that right, but you're not coming back for the next game. You're out for the entire day. We'll see you Saturday. Hope the 24-hour rest period does you some good. The ref made a bad call, therefore I'm fully within my rights as a total donkey to threaten bodily so, harm against you. There's your two boom roasted. What kind of twisted logic is that? And You know what? Our pain is someone else's glee. People listening to this show are just going to get a good laugh. Well, it. but there are always the people that are like, well, I heard somebody, somebody missed a call. It was during a youth tournament. A referee missed a call or he missed an offsides or something, which happens yep. all the friggin' time, by the way. Yep. It's just the nature of the game and some dad started yelling and then somebody I think next to him told him to calm down and he turned on that person and he said if he can't keep up he shouldn't be on the ice (laughs) I don't know who you think is signing up to be a referee for youth hockey it's not Apollo Anton Ono (laughs) I don't know who you think signs up to do it it's kind of, never mind. I could go down. I've a, never been a big a fan of, of the district there. ten refs because they 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 not really they haven't really embraced our our national anthems and some of the pageantry that we have. Yeah, boy, did I really embrace them this time. I mean, they were so many of these guys were coaching the kids on the ice. They were saying thanks for the opportunity to ref yeah. in our stuff. They were explaining they, penalties. Yeah, exp- they were did a fantastic they job. Did great. Top to bottom, all the refs from District 10 did a great job. I couldn't appreciate them more. Uh, again, I think it just took us four or five years for them to figure out, like, hey, this is the way they do it. It's pretty good. We're going to well, take you, part in it. If you sign good. up to ref the hour, then ref the hour. Exactly. We're not going anywhere any faster by <laughs> exactly. skipping the anthem. So what is your game puck, Mr. Odney? Ooh, my game puck. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to our photographers over the weekend, uh, Brianna Burnham, Cheryl Myers, and Br- Brennan. Brennan. Sh- what is his last name? I don't know. Schnockner. <laughs> he's Schockner. in my. He's in my phone as Brennan Photos. Brennan uh, Schockner, maybe. Brennan. He did a really nice video on that 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 uh, white bear. He did jersey. He's a, a very good very talented young photographer yes. from White Bear Lake. Um, our patchwork photography team. Uh, right now, I'm staring at our pixie set galleries. What, what are you talking? I was shooting pictures. Uh, yeah, good for you. Am I like chop uh, liver? I'm looking at our pixie set galleries, and I see 623, uh, seven hundred. And I still, I still haven't put. Uh, we, we've got a thousand pictures in the I pixie have about set available. Fifty or sixty, I still haven't put in there. We've got over a thousand pictures in the pixie Fantastic. set available for purchase. At uh, yeah, I'll tweet those links out eventually. But and our, can you post them onto the Squirtacular page, please? No, please do that today. No. Uh, last but not least, this is a a unicorn moment, and this is my game puck goes out to the people from Chicago Leafs Hockey Club. Leafs <laughs> Hockey Club played in bronze, so that's the lowest division in the YHH Squirtacular. There's basically it's B two, so there's double A, A, B one, and B two. They lost all four games and oh, on they got, Saturday they got, they got killed 
<laughs> on Saturday, they walked in the office. The moms, after participating in getting their photos taken by ZR Photo, that was pretty came cool. into the office and said, hey, I'm wondering, can we sign up for next year? Like, how fast can we sign up for next year? We had year? so much fun. And I think any insults, any bad things that were come to, as a result of this tournament were all washed away. Arizona dad, uh, you name it, nothing could have really hurt my feelings after that because it just makes my day that these kids came up here no matter what the results were they had a blast trading pins playing in a you know i'll never forget when the leafs and timberwolves both games when they lined up on the goal line they didn't know how to skate out to the blue (laughs) line for the starting lineups they're like yep you come on out you come on out and after the game the timberwolves kids their first game that tate schneider had like four or five goals comes the timberwolves people came up and said this was awesome is it every game like this we try to make every game your greatest, funnest atmosphere game, and yeah. I think we knocked it out of the park. I, I think we did, too. I really did. All right, uh, awesome show again. Look oh, forward boy. to more uh, youth hockey next week. Uh, for Peter Odney, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in. Looking forward to a great week of hockey. Stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota.